Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City. I'm broadcasting today from the bright red desk with Max riding shotgun with me here on the edge of the couch. Uh, and this is the weekly weather for November 4th, 2018. There's a marathon happening here in New York. People are running 26.2 miles right by my house. So it's always fun to have, and it's a beautiful day for a marathon. So shout out to all the runners in New York and uh, the people from all over the world that come here to run. 51,000 people running 26 miles today. (laughs) And I'm just sitting here on the phone doing the weekly weather. So uh, there was a point, one point in my life where I thought, I should run the marathon. You know, I live in New York, and uh, I haven't done it yet, and I I have a feeling I'm going to leave this mortal coil without running the marathon. But you never know. It could happen. Um, it's actually very inspirational. You go over and all these people are cheering and yelling, and all these people are running by with their names on their shirts, and you yell for everybody, you, and they hear you yell, and they go thumbs up, and I'm right near the 17-mile mark, which is kind of, they're actually feeling pretty good at this point. Um, there's later there's later miles where they look a little bit more depleted, but yeah, it's a really, it's a really fun uh, event here in New York. So um, wishing them all well. They've, they're already running, and I'm sitting here having my coffee with you. So uh, we have a big week ahead. I'm calling it the Big Shift, and I'm having a webinar on it tomorrow, tonight, tonight at 7:30, and then tomorrow night there's a new moon webinar. Two new two webinars this week, because the new moon this week on Wednesday is on the world axis on 15 Scorpio, and he kind of marks the the ending of all the stuff we've been going through with Jupiter and Scorpio this last year and all the changes from the summer and all the changes from the Venus retrograde that we're still in the middle of. And he kind of, you know, he takes a big deep breath at new moon in Scorpio and it says, okay, okay, we are here, we are here. And, of course, it's the day after the election, so don't forget to vote. Uh, Some of you have already voted. In New York, we only get to vote one day. I kind of wish we had early elections. It would be early voting. It would be nice, but we don't. But make sure to vote. It's... um. You get two things you got to do as a citizen of the United States. You got to pay taxes, and you got to you get an option. It's a freebie to vote. And these people uh, that are running, a lot of them are progressives and a whole new way of looking at things. So, you millennials, you people that don't vote, vote, vote. It's important, and it actually is really doesn't take a long time. Um, at least not at my polling place. Um, I realize other places have longer lines. But I I think it's important that we as citizens, you know, speak. Uh, and if you don't vote, don't complain, okay? <laughs> oh, it's always like that. No, 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 it's not. There's an opportunity for change. Change is in the air. And next week we have the big shift, uh, which is three major planets shifting signs. So um, when we see that, it's kind of always a big, it's kind of a big moment in uh, the way the world works. So what we're having happen is, um, Uranus is uh, going into Aries. He's retrograde right now, but he went into Taurus in May, and uh, and then in April, in August he retrograded. And he said, you know, I'm not quite finishing finished with all the Aries stuff. So he's going to retrograde into Aries this week for November, December, January, February, and then on March 6th he goes back into Taurus for good. So what he's doing is he's cleaning up the stuff in the Aries house that he's changed since 2010, and he's getting you to pay attention to it and work on it in a new way. But it's a retrograde cleanup, okay? Now, he, of course, is riding in a big old T-square with the nodes of fate, 
For the last year, the nodes of fate have been in Leo, last year and a half since May of 17. They've been in Leo, the sign of the kings, and they're going into cancer, the sign of the family and women. So there's a big shift there, and that's going to run for a year and a half. As the node, Now remember, the nodes go backwards because you're going, wait, wait, Leo into Cancer? Yeah, the nodes go backwards because the sun and the moon go forward, and the nodes are where the sun and the moon meet every day and leave each other love notes. So as the nodes go backwards, um, they're going to go into Cancer Capricorn, north node in Cancer, south node in Capricorn. Capricorn, of course, is the government and the corporations, and we do have Pluto in Capricorn, and the nodes are going to come up to Pluto and Saturn over the next year and a half and cause major, major changes in the structure of the world. The government. Now, remember, this happens to everybody because these aspects are worldwide. We're going to have major, major shifts in governments and in the structure of the world as the nodes happen. But as they shift, which happens this week, they then give us a new, a whole new perspective. Plus, then they're going to form this really, really active T-square with Uranus, the, the two of them, uh, with Uranus. And then as something fills out the opposite edge, the Libra part, um, it'll form a cardinal cross. These are action-oriented aspects. So that T-square stays in place really through February. So we can expect a lot of, rock, a lot of rocking and rolling, but also it's, uh, it's a big energy, uh, big shift from fire to water. Right? Just kind of think about it. And then, of course, Uranus is going back into Aries, which he was in for eight years. So you were kind of comfortable with that. And he got into Taurus, and now he's going back. So it's a, it's a big shift. And then the third big shift is Jupiter going into Sagittarius, his favorite sign. And he's been, this last year, he's been in the 12th house. He's been in his 12th house digging up all the secrets. Of course, Jupiter rules kings, telling the secrets of the kings, right? We heard about all these kings that did Scorpio stuff to people, the Me Too movement. Now, as he goes into Sagittarius, he says, okay, time for justice. Time for seeing, and he speaks truth in Sagittarius. Sometimes a little bit truth you don't want to hear, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, all, every good Sag, you always say to them, when I do a reading with Sagittarius, I always say, they go, well, yeah, I always get in trouble for what I say. And then, yeah, I know, because you always speak the truth, at least as they see it. They do see, they do, they do speak what the truth is. They see. You might not agree with it, but they, they are right from their perspective. And I always say to the Sages, you know, just look at them and say, so do you really want me to tell you what I think? And the person will look at you and go, no, but they know what you think when you ask them that question. So we're all going to get a little more truth telling, right? We're all going to turn into little honorary Sages and uh, start speaking our truth. Now, depending on where this, these four changes are taking place in your chart, the new moon in Scorpio, the nodes, the Uranus shift, the Jupiter shift, and, of course, right now Venus is retrograde, and she's over there filling it out and making a cardinal cross. So she's in Libra making that T-square cardinal cross. Depending on where this cross and these nodes this stuff all happens in your chart is what we'll discuss tonight on the big shift at 7.30. So the link is available on my website. Feel free to sign up, um, and it'll be out there for a while. And then there's a new moon webinar. <laughs> on the new, we, we do one every new moon. There's a new moon webinar on Monday uh, on, on the Scorpio new moon that takes place on Wednesday. So all these changes, 
Now, I happen to think that's a good sign taking place the week of the election um, because it is all all kinds of energy changing and resolving and shifting and going into place position for the next two years from the node's perspective, from Jupiter's perspective for the next year, and for Uranus's perspective when we get to March for the next eight years. So these are big changes, and they also represent uh, major shifts in energy Water to fire in the case of Jupiter, to swamps to fire in the case of Jupiter and Scorpio, to Sag. The nodes from fire and air into earth and water, manifestation, the vision. You remember I kept going about the vision, vision for the last year and a half? You're like, God, was a vision, And A couple people said, I'm so sorry to hear about the vision when they came for readings. Now I'm going to start saying, grow, 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 baby. Grow that part. Grow the cancer part. Grow it where it wants to grow. It wants to grow. You got a big field planted there. Let's grow that puppy. Um, and then, of course, uh, the, um, the Uranus, which is uh, right now is back in Aries, cleaning up stuff for two for four more months. But then it really says, okay, now I'm going to grow things too, because it's going to be in Taurus, the sign of springtime. So it's an interesting time, and I do encourage you to, if you don't come to the weather, uh, at least look at where these changes are in your chart, or if you don't come to the, the show tonight, the big shift. Um, so let's talk about this week. We already know these changes are all happening, and you know when one changes, it's a big deal. So having five change, really big deal, means the week's going to be unbelievably crazy, and you just want to pace yourself. When you have weeks like this, it really is important to um, honor the fact that all this energy is running around and that everybody's feeling it, so they're all crazy too. And... Um, that's good, uh, but it also means that there's a lot of opportunities for tense encounters with people or emotional encounters with people, and the energy is pretty emotional. There's a couple water signs out there, you know, and then it's fiery, a couple fire signs out there, <laughs> and then it is um, rocky, a couple of earth signs out there. So pay attention, big, big stuff. And then, of course, the moons, right? The moons this week, well, let's do them. They're, they're kind of interesting. The moons this week are in air and water and fire and earth, right? So right now we're having the marathon, and it is daylight savings time, so you got a night extra hour of sleep to help you deal with this week. Hope you set your clock back, except Arizona that doesn't observe it. Um, so today the moon right now is void, and it is in uh, Virgo. And it's going to enter Libra. Well, actually, it's not void right now. It entered Libra this morning at 4.01 a.m. So it's in Libra Sunday, Monday. And it's in Libra till 3.19 in the morning on Tuesday morning. And at 3.19, the moon joins up with Venus in Libra. So moon Venus. So everybody's going to go to bed feeling they did the best they could. Election day dawns bright and early. But the moon is void at an early, early voting. It goes into Scorpio at 8.02 a.m. And it's in Scorpio Tuesday, which is Election Day, Wednesday, and Thursday goes void at 554 with the moon square Mars, which suggests that some of the election results are going to be fought over. Moon in Scorpio square, Mars in Aquarius, no, my vote won, no, my vote won. So this is why it's important to vote. We need a lot of people out there expressing their opinion. But the energy of the... Uh, the moon is a square, so it ends in a fight. And, of course, Mars is now not retrograde anymore, but he is an Aquarius, 
and um as the moon gets to uh as the moon goes void with the argument uh we can expect some debate over the meaning of the election the results of the election what actually happened and of course with the scorpio moon we want to watch for things that aren't done properly so pay attention if there's stuff going down when you go to the polling place Wednesday, the moon's in Scorpio, and that also is the new moon, bright and early at 11.02 a.m. And uh, then we're good to go. And then um, we go into Sag on Thursday, the moon's void in the morning. And it goes into Sagittarius at 1.59 p.m. And Sagittarius uh, Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, Friday, Saturday, all day till 10.35 p.m., when it goes void with a trine to Uranus. So that's a very creative, fiery, passionate uh, moon, uh, Thursday afternoon, Friday, Saturday, all day. Saturday night at 11.55 p.m., the moon's only void for 20 minutes, Saturday night from 35 to 55. Saturday night, the moon goes into Capricorn, and it's in Capricorn Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, and it goes void at 10.13 a.m., on the 13th with a square to Uranus. So that one's also a little bit contested. So really the only, um, uh, the good moons this week are Monday, Tuesday, because that's the Libra planet, the Venus, everybody's happy, love, love, peace, peace, happy, happy. The, The other two moons are arguments, the Scorpio moon and the Cap moon are arguments. And then the, um, the, the Sag moon is fiery, moon, moon trine, Uranus, fiery energy. So we have interesting moons, emotional natures to accompany these elections, right? And this this week of change here in the United States. Um, so let's talk about the big shift. Uh, so right now, the moon, uh, Venus went retrograde into Libra last week. So uh, she's in Libra. So she's filling out that, that T-square in the sky. She's opposite Uranus, and she is squaring the nodes. Um, making us give, giving us choices. What happens on the sixth? Uranus goes back into Aries at eleven at one fifty nine p.m. on election day. So that's a change and a shift that time. So it's always really important to watch those. I remember the election back in um, the Bush Gore election in Florida. I don't have a television, and at that point, I hadn't really worked out that I could watch things on the internet. Or actually, maybe there wasn't much to watch on the Internet. At any rate, I used to go to my neighborhood bar and watch the big events or my neighbor down the hall (laughs) for Princess Diana's wedding and all that kind of stuff Um, and the O.J. Simpson verdict. And any any major event, I would either visit Rosemary or I would go to a bar depending on the time of day. So in this case, it was the bar because it was night. And at 9.20, Mercury changed directions. And I remember, and that was when they called Florida for Bush. And I remember sitting in the bar, going, "No, no, 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 that's not what, no," because it was Mercury changing. He was going into retrograde, and of course, he promised a trick, right? Now Uranus is changing on election day, right? And we have electronic voting machines, so they promise a trick on Tuesday. So let's pay attention to what the trick is. Of course, it's in the middle of the day, so that's a good sign. Who knows? Russia, Russia may take out our electric grid. Um, and that was a joke. That's not what. I, that's not a prediction. Don't go saying Anne really said Russia's going to take out the, the electric grid. But Uranus going into Aries, boom, you know, pretty big deal, right? So, but I remember sitting in that bar yelling, and people were kind of looking at me like, "Who's the crazy woman over at the table over there?" Um, 
so watch for the planetary changes. They are big. They really do. You know, I've been an astrologer long enough to go, ooh, changes, changes. They're good, they're bad, they're ugly, but they definitely make a difference. And sometimes they're fabulous. Sometimes they're absolutely fabulous, but they do rock your world. So Uranus changes on the 6th, and he goes into Aries backwards. He's going backwards, remember. Then we have that full moon, new moon on Wednesday, the 7th, uh, and that's at 15 Scorpio on the world point. And then we have Jupiter going into Sagittarius, and that happens on the 8th, uh, and he goes into Sagittarius at 7.38 a.m., and he's going to be in Sag till December next year. So we are officially finished with the Me Too movement. Now we can expect another Me Too something this week, right? Because as he finishes up, as Jupiter finishes up in Scorpio, he's going to kick up the Me Too thing or whatever you worked on when he went into Scorpio last year, right? So he wants to wrap that story up, but he's going to give you a reminder as he leaves. And then, of course, the... um, the nodes of fate shift on November 6th, which is Tuesday, at 1.08 p.m., right around the time of the Uranus shift. So the nodes shift into Cancer Capricorn at 1.08 p.m. on Tuesday, November 6th. Um, and they are going to be in that sign for a year and a half. Now, and of course, it's Cancer is the sign of security, right? So we're, we are, people are voting for what makes them feel secure. When you when you do the exit polls or you listen to the news or they say, well, what made you feel, what made you vote the way you did? I voted for my security. I voted for my family, cancer. I voted for my tribe. I voted for, you know, I voted for this. So that's the that's that's the underlying emotional basis. Now, as we're working with these energies this week, our job is to know that when there's shifts like this. We we often make radical decisions, right? It's just the way it happens. When the planets shift, people just go, oh, my God. And they have these moments of clarity. And they have aha moments. They have oh, no moments. They go, is that really what's going on? They see it differently, right? That's what the shifts are for. We shift seasons. We shift energies. We shift focus. And so as the planets go into the new signs, they wake up every planet in those signs, too. So it's not just entering the sign. It's getting everybody in Cancer, Capricorn, Sag, and Aries, and Libra all excited, right? Those planets in your chart are all going to go, ooh, somebody just came in the room, right? Here at my house, I have bells on my front door. So I hear the bell, and I go, hello. You know, I know it's one of my assistants. Usually they're the only ones with the keys. But the bell rings, and it literally the door has a bell on it, you know, where they come in, the, bell, the door rings. So when the planets enter a room, it's kind of like that. They ring the bell of the sign, and they ring, all the, they ring the bell of all the planets in the sign. And all those planets turn and look, and they go, oh, you're going to get to me. Well, you're not going to get to me till next summer. You're going to get to me in a year. Oh, okay. But they know it's coming. And you, you feel the change. You feel the sensitivity of the change. So just watch, you know, as one of the goals of my program here is to get you sensitive to those energetic changes as they come in. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I felt it. There was a little story there. There was a little precursor. There was a little aha moment, right? So, of course, I'm watching for the end of the Jupiter and Scorpio thing, right, the Me Too movement, 
which of course has um, been characterized by you know politically correct things and stuff like that, and also um, the outing of different people for bad behavior. And it has seemed to extend to other things. Megyn Kelly this week lost her job for uh, making a comment, and she was one of the leaders in the sense of the Me Too movement. She had gone after her boss who at at Fox News, she had reported him for bad behavior. Um, and there is the wrapping up of that. So we had the Congress, the Republican-led Congress, say there was absolutely no doubt that Brett Kavanaugh was a perfect candidate, and they released their report and said all these people were not telling the truth. And I'm kind of like, really? Come on, guys. And then I thought about it, and I thought, well, this is why people don't believe congressional reports, because they, they listed all this stuff, and then they said none of it was true. Um, so that, you know, that's that. And I, I kind of went, well, that's why people don't believe the government. Okay, I get it. But it's also Scorpio. We're covering our bases. There's nothing wrong with this man. He's perfect in every way. And it's like, really? You're doing this on Venus retrograde, people. This is not the truth. But, okay, I'm just going to issue that report and let's see what happens. Um, understanding when we're working with these energies, you know, they, they do want us to notice them. So I thought, well, that certainly is a me too we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. And I thought, okay, so we still have five more days of, of Jupiter and Scorpio. What else is going to come out, right? Because something's got to come out. Uh, some big story that really makes us all go, wow. And that's going to happen on the 8th, by the 8th. So watch for that. Always exciting to know you're waiting for something to happen. And then... Um, uh, people were saying, oh, a couple people wrote, because I said women in the news. Angela Merkel said she's not running again. And Stacey Abrams, the big hoo-ha in the governor race in Georgia, with Oprah going down there. And then apparently some white supremacist group did robocalls with Oprah saying, you know, she's appealing to fat white women. I mean, I'm just like, where do you people come up with this stuff? <laughs> Um, I mean, I do like Oprah, and I probably, if I lived in Georgia, I'd vote for Stacey Abrams, but, and I am fat, and I am a white woman, so I guess that robocall was for me. Um, it's just, just, some of this stuff I just go wild over, but okay, that's the way the world works. So let's talk about the planet. So sign up for the big shift to find out where the changes are in your life, or just watch, because you're going to feel them. Um, and watch for people making sudden decisions this week and going, okay. And also, because it is a shift in energy, this is people that are hanging on by an edge or a thread. A lot of them take off, okay? And pets, a lot of pets take off on these energies because this is, these are these are pet energies. Don't ask me to explain that because I have other things I have to cover, but they're pet energies. So if your pets leave or get sick, quick to the vet. And anybody you know gets sick, quick to the doctor. Um Okay, the moon this week goes from uh, is in Scorpio. It goes from 11 Scorpio to 19, and it has aspects to Neptune and Chiron on the fifth and the sixth, which is what's the dream? It's parallel to Mars, so there's a little bit of a fight, and then it has a sextile to Pluto on the 11th, which is party down. Uh, so Sun sextile Pluto is a very big growth energy, and it's trying to Neptune, which is what's the dream? That's election day. Um, the, the sun also has a quintile to the south node in Capricorn, right, suggesting that there's a structural change. Now, remember, we have both Uranus and the nodes shifting on Election Day, um, going from kings to king, the sign of kings, Leo, into cancer, the sign of family and tribe and nurturing. Mercury, 
uh, five sag to ten sag, moving pretty quick, but not necessarily um, making a lot of aspects this week. He's kind of quiet. Not a lot of stuff in the early degrees. So he has a quintile, a biquintile to Uranus on the 5th of November, and he has a um, semi-square to Venus on the 10th of November. And on the ele- on the 7th, there's some kind of angry energy uh, because he's sesquiquadrate um, Eris. Now remember, Eris is going to be fighting Pluto five times in the year ahead, so we have that energy coming into play too. So kind of watch who's angry on the 7th, because that energy really kicks up. Um, Venus, she's retrograde, of course. She's in Libra. And so this week she has a conjunction with Ceres about growing new things on the 5th and creating new things. And then she is trying to Mars on the 9th, which is a a positive forward movement for her around going backwards, going back into relationship energy. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. This kind of an interesting energy with her because she's also in the middle of that cardinal cross. She's forming that one leg of the cardinal cross, and she's gonna, you know, she's in there now. She's stimulated it. She's gonna stimulate it again when she comes back through. So we've got her. We have this is part two. We have part three yet to come. So Mars this week goes from 23 Aquarius to 29 Aquarius. Um, He is finished with his shadow. He's out in the world. He's out and about. He does have a a sextile to uh, Eris, and he's encouraging her to get up and take action on things she's annoyed about or that she wants to change. Now, Eris has an interesting mythology because she gets blamed for a lot of stuff, but really what she does is she points out what needs to change. And usually that person is the one that takes the hit, the one that stands up and goes, no, you can't. They, you know, they're, they're generally, but then people then go, yeah, you know, you're right. That needs to change. So uh, interesting this week that she's very active with Mars um, in, in Aquarius, and he's taking action for the group. He also squares Juno, so partnerships are going to be changed, and he also is in the semi-sextile to Chiron. Uh, with a lot of energy around how we shift. Jupiter this week is going, he's at 29 Scorpio, and he goes into Sag on November 8th at 7.30 in the morning, 7.38. And he has aspects to the nodes of fate on November 7th on Wednesday. Positive aspects, change aspects, and he also is in conjunct to Jupiter. Uh, I'm sorry, in conjunct to Uranus on the 8th, which is a little bit of a, you know, kick because that's Uranus in his new sign. So even though these planets are shifting, they're all also talking to each other. And they're saying, okay, well, now that that's happened, we have to change things. Uranus, of course, is at zero uh, Taurus, and he's going backwards this week. He goes into Aries at 1.58 p.m. on November 6th, and he squares the nodes of fate on November 6th, around 1 o'clock, around 12.57 which is important choices. Now, of course, whenever Uranus does something with the nodes, we usually have some shooting. So hopefully there won't be any shooting at the poles, or everybody has armed guards at the poles, like uh, uh, whatever. But anyway, the Uranus square the nodes is uh, is also on the 6th, so that's change. And then he is opposite Ceres on the 11th. So he says, okay, we're going to change this up. Um, Neptune is sesquiquadrate Ceres. 
which is I mean, a lot of series energy. Now, series, of course, is tied to nurturing and how we nurture each other and what we do. So with Neptune sesquiquadrant series on November 8th, there's a sense of, okay, now now we have to take action based on what we've done or where we are. Pluto uh, joins up with Vesta on the 7th of November. Vesta came back in bounds. So she's um, she's not out of bounds right now, I don't believe. Um, let me look as I say that. I'm making, maybe making a liar of myself. Vesta, are you out of bounds? Don't do that, Remo. Uh, and then... Um, Chiron is active this week. He's at the last, he's retrograded back into Pisces, so he's at um, aspecting series two. So when I see all these series aspects, I'm kind of, I kind of think mother, family, children, child care, you know, what are we doing? And so to that, and, and the youth, parents, how we work with them. Uh, we also have a little a little shift with Athena entering the sign of Libra on November 4th, uh, which I completely neglected to mention, but um, she enters, uh, which I didn't even realize was happening this week, she enters Libra, which makes her want to fight for truth and justice as of November 4th, and she has a trine with the nodes of fate on the 5th, on Monday. Juno this week kind of quiet, except she's mad on the 8th, so that's a big break of day. And Ceres squares the nodes of fate uh, on the 10th of November, asking us to make a choice about things, and she enters Scorpio on November 11th, where she's very passionate. And I guess that's two more shifts I missed. <laughs> well, I got the four big ones. Let's put in the two little ones. Um, and it really is a big, big shift. And then the nodes of fate this week, changing on Election Day at 1.08 p.m. So vote. Vote early. Vote often. Vote. <laughs> I know. Vote once. I'm not saying to cheat. Um, I would like to be able to vote more than once, but I, I can't do it. So vote, 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 and uh, have a great week. Um, offer the uh, the sale is over for the Tuscany weekend. Thank you for people that signed up, and for the rest of you, ask for it for Christmas or holiday, holiday or Hanukkah or your birthday. It's not until May. You gotta you gotta have some event where people give you presents. So ask for the – it's a wonderful gift because it's disposable. You get to go and learn all sorts of cool stuff, eat great food, and then have an experience instead of a present that you have to dust. So that's it. Ann Ortley signing off. Sign up for the Big Shift Work Weekend uh, tonight and for the new moon tomorrow. And have a great week. Um, really big energy this week. So be very kind to yourself. Take care. And signing off. Bye.